So you think that'll completely cover everything that I need to cover to make sure that the whole deal with the chastity belt is taken care of? No more repossessions, right? Well... They won't have any legal grounds to come back and do any amount of repossessing. I've got to be careful here, Max. You've paid for the damage to the chastity belt, but I'm a little worried. Depending on how the chastity belt got broken, you could be on the hook for liability type of things. I think we should discuss that. Uh, do we have to? I don't see how that's relevant. We can just make sure that they're fully covered. Let's just say nothing other than the chastity belt was damaged. Okay. Okay, that's a good start. That's a good start. Did this chastity belt get destroyed in a public place where people might have been scarred, sue you, etc.? I don't think I would call it public. No. The only person that was scarred was me. Yes, they did mention that there were blood stains on it. Was that your blood? <sighs> Again, do we really have to talk about this? Let's just take my word. It's just the equipment that we need to be worried about. I mean, they sent us the form. You can see here, they've itemized it. They also said there were burn marks on it. Max, how did you burn the inside of the chastity yeah, belt? Listen, it's not relevant. We just need to fully cover the cost. Look, they gave us the cost right here. I think if we fully cover the cost, the main thing I'm concerned with, as long as we pay up on this bill, that they're not going to be able to do any more repossession. Because that seems like that's the only legal ground they would have to do any repossession, right? Is, is if they feel like there's an outstanding bill. That's basically correct. Okay, good, good. Well, then I think that that's all we need. And uh, let's see. It says here that's uh, 0. 0.0002 spintillations for the belt. And uh, I'm sorry, what did you say your fee was again? Ah, uh, spintillations. They're so hard to work with. And spintillations, 0. 0.0001. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's all I've got left, I guess. Well, that does buy you just a couple more minutes of my time, too. Oh, oh well, that's Do you great. you have any other questions before I go? Yeah. Jack, 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 get in here. Yeah, what's up? What was the name of the new Patreon supporter? Mark with a C. Yes. Although sometimes, Kark. Right. So, Figglesworth, we have a Patreon supporter here in this dimension. Somebody who supports us with a small financial contribution every month. It helps us to be able to do this podcast, which I mentioned earlier that I was recording, uh, maybe for the podcast. I think most of what we just talked about is uh, it's pretty boring. I'm going to probably cut it out, but I am still recording. So this podcast that we're recording now, they help to support the podcast, and I try to honor them. This particular supporter is a lawyer in this dimension. Please, please use the air quotes. The air quotes? Yes, the air quotes. When you say lawyer, if you're talking about a pretend lawyer, you're supposed to use air quotes or just say pretend lawyer. No, he's a lawyer. Is he a leprechaun? No. No, he's not a leprechaun. So he's not a real lawyer. Oh. He went to law school. Well, for pretend lawyers in your dimension... Your dimension only studies law for this dimension, and in fact, a particular country in this dimension. Real lawyers study interdimensional law and are all leprechauns like me. Actually, I think it's even more specific than that. I'm pretty sure that it's a specific state within a country in our dimension, so, huh. All right, well, anyways, our Patreon supporter, Kark, is a pretend lawyer, air quotes, that pretty much answers the question that I had. I was going to ask you how it is that all the other lawyers in the multiverse are leprechauns, but the lawyers in our dimension aren't. Air quotes, please. Air uh, quotes. Yes. The lawyers in our dimension are not leprechauns. It's so annoying that the pretend lawyers in your dimension don't use the air quotes. It's like they think they're real lawyers. 
The only thing they have in common with real lawyers is that they have to register with the lawyer registry. The lawyer registry? What's that? I've never heard of that. They have to send their soul into the lawyer registry. They put it in a little egg-shaped carton and send it into the lawyer registry so that they can be equipped to practice law without empathy. You know, I know a few lawyers, and I've never heard of this. Well, of course, they're not allowed to talk about it. Huh. Okay, but what if when somebody's done being a lawyer, excuse me, lawyer, air quotes. Thank you. How do they get their soul back? Well, they can get it back anytime they want. They can check it out temporarily if they need to do some pro bono work or visit their grandmother. And if they still have any soul left in the container, they can put it back when they retire. But how do they, where do they go to do that? These coordinates here. Ah. I've got it on the card. Okay. Well, I guess that alarm means our time is up. That's right. Thank you again for your help, Figglesworth. Just send over the bill and I'll make sure it gets paid. Good luck, Max. If you don't want a chastity belt, don't put it on in the first place. I did. Ah, no. He's gone. Whatever. We don't need to talk about that anymore. Anyway, I'm already recording, so Jack, we may as well just move right into the usual visit to another dimension. We normally honor our supporters with seeding the Bageltron 2000, but I think that this lawyer registry thing has given me an idea. What's that? I think we could honor our Patreon supporter, Kark, I, I mean, Mark with a C, by going to this lawyer registry and maybe getting his soul back for him. Mm. I mean, it sounds like Interesting. it could be a dangerous mission, but I, you know, I've done a lot of Wouldn't that interfere things. with his ability to do his job, though, if he wasn't a soulless lawyer? Hmm. Look, if we got it back for him, at least he could decide for himself instead of having some heartless agency dictate his life like that. So you're going to go rescue Mark, the Patreon supporter's soul. Yeah, I think that would be a pretty good way to honor him, don't and you? And return it to him. Yeah. Well, it certainly should be interesting. I think we can do it, Jack. I mean, he gave us the coordinates, so I can just dial those in, head on over there, at least try to get it. He says something about checking it out, so obviously they're accessible. Well, good luck, Max. Thank you. Oh, right. I introduced this whole thing when I started recording, but you know that was like two hours ago, and I'm definitely going to cut all that. So, hi, I'm Max. I'm an engineer and inventor, and this thing here, which I'm currently dialing coordinates into, dimensional coordinates, is the Bageltron 2000. As it fires up, I will inform you that the Bageltron 2000 is my invention that allows me to travel to parallel dimensions, which I've been doing now for over four years, encountering a lot of different worlds and a lot of different people, including this whole thing with the lawyers and the leprechauns. Uh, it's a long story. You can go back and listen to it. But today, I'm going to travel to another dimension to visit this lawyer registry and try to retrieve Mark's soul. Thank you for your support, Mark. Yes, thank you very much. Hopefully, this different approach will go better than our previous attempts to honor our Patreon support. That's true. You're not just seeding a random dimension. We're going somewhere specific. Going to try to do a good deed. That's right, with a particular mission in mind. So, might be the first lawyer to practice with a soul. That's right. So, everything's all fired up, dialed in. Everything looks good. So, I'm going to head on over and see if I can't do this. Ah, okay, wow. All right, well, I'm out on the uh, sidewalk. You see the street here. Let me show the portal. Hey, it's loud. Ooh, ambulance. Fuck my ears. Oh, so loud. Chasing after it. Wow, okay. Ugh. All right, they're past. I had my ears plugged because that siren was so loud. It looked like those guys in suits were yelling 
something. I couldn't hear what they were saying. Oh, okay. It's like this is probably the place. Got the scales of justice over the doorway here. It says registry, so I head on in. All right. Well, some nice music going on in here. It's very sterile looking. Some interesting magazines. Interdimensional architecture. Weirder homes and gardens. Shyster quarterly. Huh. Well, anyways, I don't need to wait. Nobody else in here. Just somebody at the desk over there with his legs kicked up and... Oh, that's Jack Stroh. Well, he uh, appears to be fiddling with some kind of a very futuristic looking phone. Well, I'm futuristic from my dimension. I suppose it's probably just this dimension's ordinary technology. Looks like just a thin piece of glass, but he's clearly interacting with it in some way. From my angle, it doesn't look like there's anything on the screen. Anyways, hello, hi. Oh, is this the registry? Yeah. You need to take a number, though, from the machine. Uh, there's nobody here. It's just me. Right, yeah. Yeah, take a number. Currently, we're on 35. <sighs> okay. 38. Wait, how... What? You're on 35 right now. Right, right. Uh, uh, yes. There uh, can't be two people in front of me. There's nobody here. 36. 36. No, there's still nobody here. Just me. I have to give him a minute. <sighs> All right, 37. Oh, I remember now. I use those to wipe my nose. <sighs> They're very soft. Did you feel how soft yours is? Yes, it is extremely soft. All right, I guess I can push the button one more time. All right, 38. Yes, that's me. Hi, I'm Max. All right, are you sure that you took that number and you did not exchange it with anyone else? I'm supposed to only talk to the person who took the number themselves. You literally just saw me take this number, like, moments ago. Yeah, but it's boilerplate. I have to ask you. Yes, I'm sure. Why would you have to ask me that? Is number swapping a real problem in this obviously very busy office? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, whatever. Yes, I'm sure it's my number. All right, how can I help you? Well, I was expecting to be dealing with a leprechaun. Is this the lawyer registry? The pretend lawyer registry. Oh. Right, that's why I'm not a leprechaun. There's a separate registry. Oh, yes, we wouldn't pollute the real lawyers with the registry of the pretend lawyers. Well... I am a representative of Mark with a C here. You can see I've got his information pulled up here on my phone, all the details. And I am here to check out his soul for some very important soul-required business. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Let's see. We have some security questions you need to answer first. I need you to clamp these electrodes to your chest. Uh... Okay. Right on the nippies. Sure. All right. The reading here says that is not making contact. The little teethy things have to, like, indent your skin. Oh. If you want, you can take your shirt off. I don't want to do that. (sighs) Fine. I'll run it up under the shirt. Okay. That is not comfortable. What is this? Some kind of a lie detector? No, it's to enforce consequences if you miss a security question. I'm sure Mark, that you're representing, gave you all the security answers, so it shouldn't be a problem. Right. He definitely did, because I'm definitely his official representative, his advocate. All right, now... Are you ready to answer the security question set up by Mark with a C? Yes, of course I am. All right. If you get one of these wrong, you only get one miss. So make sure you've got the right answers. All righty. All right, first security question. If you could make out with any celebrity, who would you choose? Oh, boy. Uh... Answer is Mark with a C, not as yourself. Yes, of course. I know. And it's... uh. Zoe Deschanel. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not correct. Wow. Oh, man. Mm, Maybe I should have placed the electrodes 
in a different spot. It's supposed to hurt. And you've only got one more try. No, I mean, it, it doesn't just hurt. It just feels like somebody really short just took like a run in full speed and then like headbutted me like, uh, you know, like a Danny DeVito type. Wow, you're correct. That is the answer. Wait, what? Mark with a C would like to make out with Danny DeVito. I, I mean, yeah, that's what I meant to say the first time, obviously. Mm, man, that smarts. Danny DeVito, really? I, I mean, yes. All right, well, I hope you do better on the second security question here. And again, you only get one miss, and it hurts. So get it right this time. Consult uh, your notes or whatever from when you talk to Mark with a C. I will. Yeah. All right, next question. What is your favorite midnight snack? Mm, right. It was ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. Oh, that's not correct. Okay, that was different. Are you using different settings for each of these? Mm. The second mistake has uh. a stronger disincentive uh. for dishonesty. It's like it didn't just electrocute my chest. It's like it went through like my whole nervous system and somehow up into my mouth. Ah, my mouth tastes like mothballs. Ah. Wow. You got that one right, too. I guess you did talk to Mark with a C before you came here. Yes, I did, I did. Mothballs, his favorite midnight snack. Right. Is that it, then? Am I in? Yes. Here, let me give you this key card. It is good to open that main door there, and it will also unlock the smaller drawer that contains Mark's soul. Ah, excellent. Thank you. I'll be back out in a few. There. Okay. Opened. That is a large safe door. Ooh, wow. The interior of this soul safe is big. And, uh, oh, there's a terminal up there in the middle. There's an icon that I assume is indicating that I need to tap the card there. So let's do that. And it's, uh, it's thinking, processing. Ah, okay, I heard it open where it, ah, okay, over there. Now, these walls are very large. It's a few steps over to the drawer, which uh, apparently contains Mark's soul. Here it is. All right, well, look at that. It's in a jar, and ooh, wow. I guess I don't really know what I was expecting a soul to look like, but I don't think I would have expected something quite so shriveled and dark. It's about the size of a prune. It seems like it must be kind of squishy. You know, I'm going to put this jar up, and I got to feel it. I got to feel what it feels like. If you were holding a soul, you'd feel it, right? Of course you would. Oh, yeah. It's like simultaneously rough like sandpaper, but also kind of wet and sticky at the same time. Although, is it shrinking? Hmm. Okay, it appears to be shrinking, and I don't know if that sound's coming through on the recorder, but it sounds sort of like a little hissing steam. I mean, almost like a, like a wailing sound. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's smoldering. It's definitely... Oh, it's definitely getting smaller. Okay, all right. I better put this back in to the jar. Oh, boy. Okay, the jar is kind of filling up with some smoke. Hmm. Let me take the lid back off. Let me just kind of blow it out. Okay, I think it stopped smoking. Oh, my. It is a lot smaller. It was about the size of a prune earlier, and now it's somewhere between, like, a mustard seed and a pea. It's not great. I'm just going to put the lid back on. Hmm. Maybe I shouldn't check this out today. Maybe I should just leave it here. I'm going to put this back into the drawer. Oh, and there it goes. It kind of automatically closed itself back up. All right. Uh, let's head out of the safe here. Hi. Hello. Oh, that wasn't long. 
you can go ahead and put the protective gloves uh, in this bin here, and we will launder them very carefully, obviously, because as I'm sure you know, the slightest touch of someone's soul could severely damage or destroy it. Uh, I, yes, of course, as I do know, which, I, in fact, I didn't even use the gloves because I was too careful. I, in fact, I decided when I got in there that, you know, this is something that should probably be handled by Mark's professional soul handler, which I'm not. I'm just the personal assistant. So I went ahead and put it back in there. You know, we'll check it out at a later date. Okay. Thank you for visiting and have a great day. I'm going to get back to my game. Yeah, here's your uh, here's your access card. Thank you. Have you ever played Angry Farm? No. No, I haven't. You fling produce at a horde of invading crows. It's pretty fun. All right. Well, maybe I'll uh, check that out later, but I should probably get going now. Oh, hey, you. No, I'm just heading out. I need the electrodes off your nipples back. You can't take those with you. Oh, gosh, those are still on. I guess when you zapped me those two times, it just got kind of numb. I didn't even realize they were still on there. Be careful taking them off. They're probably fused to your skin a little bit after that mm. oh, high yeah. voltage. Mm. Look at that. That's not great. Okay. Yeah, here you go. Yeah. All right. And here are a couple large bandages for all of that. Ah, uh, Thank you. Next time, get your security questions down more accurately. Right. I'll be sure to do that. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Back outside. I guess there wasn't any real reason for me to come outside. It's not like these guys don't know about other dimensions, but whatever. Open the portal back up. Oh, gosh, I gotta get out of here quick. There's another ambulance coming down the street. Yeah, even more, I presume, lawyers running after this. Oh, lawyers in air quotes, because these guys are not love guns. Whatever, I'm gone. Ah. Okay. Whoa, why are you shirtless? And is that blood soaking through bandages? Ah, uh, yes, it is. What did you do, Max? Did you dip your nipples in a piranha tank or something? I mean, I guess I may as well have, but uh, no, I got the security questions wrong twice. Oh. But anyways, I, um, I, I didn't get the soul. That's the unfortunate outcome. Oh, sorry, Mark. Wish we could have been of more help. At least... Mark still has his nipples. I would assume. Kind of awkward to talk about that from our generous supporter. Anyways, thank you, Mark, for your support. Sorry about your soul. Wait, wait. Sorry about his soul? You mean you just didn't get it, right? Uh, yeah. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, I need to go um get the first aid kit and uh, tend to this. Yeah, that looks bad. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll have some better luck if wherever we go next week. I don't think those burn markers are going to come out of your shirt, Max. You're just going to have to throw that thing away. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Dispatches from the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis, starring J.R. Willett as Jack right on the nippy's strobe and Tim Ellis as Max. Want to take your own soul out of cold storage? Check out patreon.com slash dispatchesfm where you can support us directly and access exclusive bonus content like brainstorming sessions, sweet merch, raw recordings, other audio, and shriveled up peaks behind the interdimensional curtain. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at dispatchesfm and visit us online at dispatches.fm.
Good luck, Max. All right. Something about in. chastity belts. Blah, 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 blah. Um, well, who I'm would sure eat taste. that? That's not a food. <laughs> I know. Apparently, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mike Tyson is a particularly good answer, but. <laughs> Come on, Mike Tyson would nibble your ear. 